<laughs> and we're back for oh, another episode of Conversation Conversations. That's so appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> Rawhide. Oh, man. If well, only you knew what we were talking about. Oh, they will find out by the end of this episode that was being. <laughs> It's the original three. It's the original three. No J-Dubs. No J-Dub. No guest or temporary guest, permanent guest. Permanent. I think he's a recurring actor. Recurring. Recurring guest star. Also featuring. (laughs) (laughs) Also starring. Does that not make you feel sort of bad for the rest of the characters on that show, though, when this one person gets also starring so-and-so? Well, like, I was... We're going through and watching some of the Marvel, or not some of, but all the Marvels movies. And what I'm starting to notice is like some people get featuring roles and some people get starring roles. I don't know the difference. Just, like at the end, it'll roll through the credits because you're waiting for the extra yeah. credit scene and featuring. Featuring. It's featuring like they only show up for two seconds? I don't know. Featuring Robbie Robert Downey Jr. It's like would that would that have been starring. Star Wars movies? I don't know. Or not Star Wars movies. A Spider Man. That's what I was thinking. Maybe. Like a Spider. So would he? Would the starring role be Tom? Starring would be Holland. Tom Holland, also known as the leak of Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Yeah. Don't tell him anything. <laughs> don't even let him come to the set if he's not insane. Nope. You just sit in your trailer you, and collect your money. You do your part and then you leave. <laughs> don't watch anything else. No. Uh, we're going to bring back one of our more popular things and one of our items that we have routinely found ourselves going back to, especially when we sit down and talk. Do we like? Is this popular? I don't know if it's popular or not, but it is one of us. Are, are people requesting this? <laughs> no one has requested anything except for a possible name change. <laughs> not even more episodes. Go ahead and get in the comments. <laughs> I do I do have a funny one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there since we're on the uh, – name change uh, idea here. Our uh, neighbor came over the other night and was hanging out with Ashley. And not to go too far into this story, but apparently when we go to professional developments and sit together, we act like imbecilians. Us? Yes. No. Is this a collective group or is this any, any combination you put together? I think it's any combination. I've never. I take all those very seriously. I bet you do. I do. So, um, I think at one point, at one point, we were called frat boys in a professional development. Who called us that? Names should not be named. Names shall not be tossed out in this podcast. Mm. But when she suggested, uh, my neighbor suggested that uh, we change our name to the frat boys, she immediately started cackling as she said it. So <laughs> if, if you know us in real life, we are the furthest thing from frat boys that you can probably think of. We're not frat boys. No, we're not. But, but we'd probably be getting the wrong crowd too. So. But it would be kind of funny. The specialist frat boys? Especially frat boys. The fraternity of specialists. Ooh, ooh, that may be it. It sounds distinguished. The fraternity of specialists. Fraternity of fractulation. (laughs) The specialation of fraternality. (laughs) So back to do we like. Because this is going down down a wrong rabbit hole. 
it's getting a little carried away, I feel like. No. This this particular subject that we're talking about. Right, they're riding that wave right now. I am a connoisseur of Mountain Dew. I as well. I used to be. Yeah, you wouldn't help us. Well, well, have you seen the amount of sugar? It's in not it? good for me. I have not read the label on the back. That's it's, hey, it's oh, sure. so so before we get too far into this one of my favorite is code red he was like bro have you looked at the percentage of sugar in a code red and i was like no it is a hundred and eighty percent sugar of your daily intake see a hundred and eighty percent of your daily yeah. intake of it's sugar. like 76 grams yeah that yeah <laughs> it's not good no, it's, it's worse. Good. It's worse than like surge and all that. No, what you mean is it's not healthy. It's it not, is definitely yeah, it good. It is delicious, <laughs> but it is not healthy. Every it, '90s kid just had a flashback to surge it, right there. Love surge, but like I used to be. That used to be my drink of choice. And it. like when I was in high school, and I'd drink like three of those a day, but it didn't matter because we were working out for four hours a day in football. But <laughs> good lord. Those are not healthy for you, but they are delicious. So, hold on. Real question. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. See, I'm it more depends of a on the Yellow. mood. I'm more of a Mellow Yellow guy. Uh, I, I was as a kid, but I, I was converted to Mountain Dew. I, like, if, if I go somewhere and they go, we don't have Mountain Dew, would you like Mellow Yellow? I'm like, no. Just change my order. I'm a sweet tea. So, I would say – that if I want citrusy, I'm gonna go Mellow Yellow. Mountain Dew is not very citrusy. Yeah, it's a different flavor. But or I'll throw this one out there: Mellow Yellow or Sun Drop. Sun Drop's pretty good. Yeah. No. But if you are a Mountain Dew fan, you 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 know of all the additional mm-hmm. specialty flavors. And I pulled up a list, and you guys told me just to quit reading because it was they're starting very extensive. They're starting to be like Oreos with all their different flavors of Oreos that are nasty. Well, I mean, they have a new Major Melon. Yeah, that one's just coming. They out. have one exclusively for Bojangles called Southern Shock. Yeah, we'll get to that one. Taco Bell started this, I feel like. Baja Blast. Let's save our opinions until we actually go through so. the system. <laughs> There's one question that sort of has to go along with this, I feel like. You brought up Code Red. Mm-hmm. Code Red started off as one of those limited edition ones. Oh, God. I love Do it. Do we consider Code Red its own Mountain Dew now because it is a, right, it's, it's yeah. available all the time? Yeah. I, I mean, it's is not. it separate from Mountain Dew? No, in my opinion. Because if you go anywhere, like if you go to a gas station, it's in the Mountain Dew section. It's not like not over here. Yeah. Co- like get your code red over here. It's a. It's still a form of Mountain Dew. Okay. Yeah. So do we like these additional limited edition release Mountain Dew flavors? I, for one, am going to say nay. I am. Well, hold on. Let's go one by one. Okay. All right. So start off code red. Hold yeah. On. Yay. I love some Code Red. I'm At one point in my life, I know I ranked it higher than regular Mountain Dew. I think it still should rank higher than regular Mountain Dew. It is Mountain quite Dew. delicious, and it's worse for you than Mountain Dew, too. Health, 
Oh. Yeah, it's it's got more sugar in it. I, so of course it's better. I love I have to I have to talk myself out of getting a code red every time I go mm-hmm. to get either a diet Mountain Dew or a zero Mountain Dew because that's all that I can drink because those have zero sugar. It'd be nice if they made like a zero one of that. Like you got diet Mountain Dew, please mm. make a diet I think red they, Mountain mm, Dew. Mm. Or there's a caffeine free. Mm. Hold on. Caffeine free code red? That's like an oxymoron. I makes no sense. I'm I'm gonna pause for just a (laughs) second. One time somebody mistakenly bought me a diet code red. That's a thing. I about puked in my mouth. (laughs) And it was that it was that nasty. Diet Mountain Dew is not the best thing. I'm I'm not a big fan of Diet Mountain Dew. I'm not a fan of so it's either full-blown if we're going down this road code red or no code red fair enough okay fair enough. so code red is a yeah it's number one it is very good next baja blast but i mean there's i thought we were going to exclude some of them no, I was saying so with my remembrance of the next one that came out. Are you going to publishing oh, date? Or? I can go by publishing date. Next would be Livewire. <laughs> That's what I was thinking was next. And um, to me, is that or, the orange one? Yeah. yeah. To me, that one is just orange soda. Like there wasn't anything special about it. They I, just they just made an orange soda and slapped the name Mountain yeah, Dew on it. To that, that's all that was. I would go either Sunkiss or Fanta over Livewire. Yeah. It's, or Crush. Ooh, Crush. I'm so, not. I'm not going. Livewire. I'm going to say nay. Nay. I'll nay, say nay as well. Nay. Um, limited release of Pitch Black, which is a great variant. I have had one of these before, and I am going to say nay. Is that? Hold on. Isn't there also like Voltage or something like that? That's uh, purple. We're getting some down through here. Is that yes. also There's, a yes. purple or grape? Yes. And I've had that purple kind, and I would also say nay. I haven't had it, but I'm not much of a grape soda guy. So, no. nay for me. Next release date would be we, Baja Blast. I think this is where we're going to get differing opinions here. So, I remember the first time I had it. Okay. I was at Taco Bell. Of course. And my buddy. That's uh, where it started off. My buddy Micah raved about it. He was like, dude, this is the best thing ever. The best Mountain Dew ever. And so, like, this is at the time when I was a huge Mountain Dew fan. And so, like, I was like, Mountain Dew, yes. Code Red, yes. At the time, so it's got to be better than Code yeah, Red. I was like, Code Red, yes. Let's go. So, <laughs> so we go. I get my big Taco Bell 32-ounce cup. You committed. I committed. I got a quesadilla ready or ready to go. I'm ready to go. So I pour that sucker in there. It's that light blue. I take a sip. And I about spit it out. It was <laughs> nasty. It tasted like it tasted like the juice at the bottom of those cheap popsicles that you freeze. Like there wasn't anything in it. It's like that juice, but carbonated. And I was like, "This is disgusting." And he was like, "No, it's not. This is the best thing ever." I was like, "You're crazy. This is nasty. I hated it. Haven't touched it since." So I'm guessing that's a that's a nay for me, buddy. I'm a nay <laughs> as well. And now you can even buy it like in 12 packs. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, you will not find that in my shopping cart, so nay. I will place Baja Blast second highest behind Code Red. Even above regular Mountain Dew? Yes. 
I would take that above. Code Red's still number one. I love me some Baja Blast. I had Baja Blast two nights ago, and I still <laughs> love it. I got the big giant one. I could suck that down. Just go ahead and pump that into my veins, and I will be Mr. Hype Man all day long. <laughs> the only thing you could pump in my veins a little bit more would be Code Red. You mix the two? I, I don't... I don't know if that's disgusting <laughs> or the most delicious thing ever, but I'm willing to try it. You might have to take me to the hospital. I want a, uh, I want you to try that and get back to us on the next podcast. I, you know what? I will. How about we all just go and like witness this together? We could do it. We should do it on the podcast. Okay, I like this. So next week, if if it's, <laughs> if it's can you buy singles? Like buy singles of them. Oh, we'll buy them a 12 pack. He'll, well, be, happy yeah, he'll be the only one who drinks it. Delicious. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next <laughs> one, Game Fuel, Citrus Cherry. What I'm noticing about this, it's now present from 2014 Are, on. Is that, This is the their energy drinks, I think. No, this, it? One, this one is uh, – it's not necessarily an energy drink. Um, it's been compared to Livewire, their inner, when Code Red, their energy drinks through Amp. Okay. Oh, I forgot about uh, But it's oftentimes released to promote video games, such as World of Warcraft, yeah. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Halo 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is some of them that I'm seeing that's been released in significant I don't too. think they have time to list all yeah. the video games. Um, but I'm just saying, I, for one, I've had them. It's almost like they're trying to do another Code Red, and it's not nearly successful in my opinion. So I say that. I don't know if I've had them. And therefore, I would say I've not collected enough of a data sample <laughs> to vote. So I will abstain. See, I didn't know it was a separate thing because okay. I always thought it was like one of the ones that were already there because mainly like you see it and it's got the games all over it. And so I didn't realize it was a different flavor. So bad marketing on their part. Well, and that's why I said, is that an energy drink? Yeah. Because like, I, I don't I, I don't honestly know. And then there was the voltage one that you mentioned earlier, blue raspberry citrus combination. There you go. I've had it. It's um, eh. it. I, I would put it as of right now. It is the lowest for me. Yes. I, actually, Livewire is the lowest, and then it's right above Livewire. See, like Livewire was fine. It was. It was. I. It's fine. I just wouldn't. That's not something. Yeah, there's I'm better. Not, there's I'm not better go, of that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's not bad though. Not really bad. Um, and then one of the other ones that is very prevalent out there is the Mountain Dew Throwback, made with 100% pure nope. real cane sugar. Is that better or worse for you than regular Mountain Dew? Probably, I'm not 100% sure. It's probably better because it's real sugar. I've had it, and I don't really it's very taste similar to Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, just, I don't really taste much of no, a difference, I so I would put it on par with just Mountain Dew. And then there's several others that are limited time releases here that we're not going to go into all of. Well, y'all had that. We, y'all had that yeah, one. Yeah, we have a Southern Shock from Bojangles. I am going to say, actually, I'm going to readjust my standings here, uh -oh. and it is the bottom of the barrel. And here's what it tastes like to me: it tastes like high C, but carbonated. And I'm not a high C fan, so it is. It is says here that it is a fruit punch flavored mountain. <laughs> it is carbonated high C, and I so don't like I thought that was hilarious that you didn't know it was a fruit punch variation. And I'm going to say nay. I'm 
I'm going to say that Mountain Dew got me with the advertising, saw it on a commercial. I'm like, I'm going to go get that. And I about had your reaction with Baja Blast. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> so what are they doing? Just going to like the kids section of the juice boxes and like, all right, we got fruit punch. We got orange. We've got grape. Let's keep cruising. What else do we need? <laughs> I think, in fact, I ordered it and took a drink. And I think I gave you the rest. You did. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm not taking another drink of this. It is disgusting. Well, I'll see myself out. Interesting fact. After college, I worked for a race car team here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And the owner of the race car team, his grandfather, was one of the original founders and creators of Mountain Dew. Bro, you couldn't get that money coming in? Come on, dude. Like, we need some sponsorships here. I was not left in the uh, contract negotiations. (laughs) Um, But... He did receive royalty check from Pepsi Bottling Company, and uh, we had a lot of Mountain Dew around the shop all the time. Shout out to Tennessee Made Mountain Dew. Amen. Amen. Hey, the first time I ever had Moonshine, a good buddy of mine. um, Listener of the podcast? uh, I don't know if he does or not. He should. Uh, He uh, introduced Moonshine to me with Mountain Dew, which I think is its original purpose, was to mix it was. with Moonshine. It was. So, I am a true Tennessee boy. I remember at one point, Did you they have sold it on- a limited edition of a clear Mountain Dew in glass yeah. bottles, yeah. and it was Moonshine advertised. Yeah. Right. Did, did you happen to have that on Thunder Road, a.k.a. Kingston Pike? Nope. I had it in my house. Mm. And then I threw up everywhere. So, <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. You, so, en- you enjoyed it a little too much? A little too much. In general, are we going to say yay to variants or nay to variants? Yeah, give me code red and then let's stop it there. I will take code red and Baja Blast and then the regular and I'm good. I will stick with code red and the regular. Like all the other stuff, like they're just they're okay. And I realize that they're 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 attacking a different demographic than me, probably. Like I but I th- I think I think you're right. They they just went down the, the <laughs> they're going down the what what they used to call it when you get every drink. The suicide. suicide yeah. yeah. You're just going down that list there. And I'm like, you know what? You had it me at cherry, you got me at whatever the heck Baja Blast is, <laughs> deliciousness in a bottle. <laughs> And then you just need to stop at Mountain Dew. Are, are they trying to be like Coke, where you go to the museum and you can try every single flavor? Well, um, let me go ahead and stop you there. I hope not, because there's more <laughs> disgusting flavors yeah. at World of Coke than there are good ones. Because I've tried them all. What was the the one it's from France? It's like Belvedere or mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. That was the most. I literally I did it. There were people all around me. I said, what? Oh, what happened? I was like, don't do that one. That was bad. I I made a commitment. I'm this type of person. And I will tell you this because I've done this at more places than just Coke. And once I commit to trying one, I will try them all. I tried every single one. We're going good? spring break and I am going to join the club. Yep. Good, bad, or indifferent. I tried every single one and it was the French one. And there was one, like someone that was only sold in Africa that I was like, Nope, not doing that. There's one from like China that tastes like, like yeah, uh, meat or something, like a barbecue meat or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's not bad, but it's it's just like I, I I couldn't drink probably a whole can of it. 
Well, when you go, just just do like a just okay. do that because yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Well, yeah. In the spring, we will have to revisit this topic because there's also I think we've actually told the story about the ghost. Yes. God dang ghost. God dang ghost. On your trip to Atlanta, so yep. I'm looking forward to doing this again. Kate, right, I told Kate the same thing. I was like, once we started, I was like, I've got to try them all. I can't. I was like, are you going to try them all? No. She's like, I can't drink that much. I was like, well, I am. So, <laughs> so we're here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and should I should I save the save the story? I think I know where this one's going because it it deals with trying them all. So I'll I'll save my story because I think I know the story and that's a good one. It's but a we're, really we're getting close to needing to take a break. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to look at most underrated country music performers. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. So do you see the bet? And there it is. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Welcome back to Conversations with Quartet. That was a slow going. As I say, that one kind of built in. I don't even know. That's really so dumb. Okay, you want to go ahead and call us the fraternity? <laughs> What's wrong with it? It's Friday. It's Friday afternoon. Got to get down on Friday. We're, uh, we are we're, off contract hours. We are recording this in advance. Just so you know. Yes. We are? We're not going to publish this until Wednesday. Okay. Trying to build a... Trying to get a little bit of a build. I like it. Um, now we're going to address a topic of most underrated country music performers. Uh, me some country music. And this is going to be interesting because, like, I first brought this up to Eli, and I was like, I was thinking in the eighties and nineties, the music we grew up on. I feel like that's what we got the most knowledge on. You're right. I've had something in my eye all day. It really sucks. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. So let's just go ahead. I'm gonna the first name that jumped to my mind, and I know Eli's a huge fan of this guy. And I'm a huge fan of his work, but I don't know if like if you were to go and put a list of the greatest country music performers on there, if he's gonna meet most common people's list of you know those top 10, 25 names of country music. And I'll throw Travis Tritt out there. Mm. Love him. Great career. Love huge catalog him. of music. Love him. You saw him live in person for an acoustic show. Yeah, to just him and his guitar, dude. And you told me it was amazing. It was amazing. He was fantastic. Like, I, he's, and I hate to admit it, like, I didn't really listen to him growing up, but he's got, he's probably my number two, if not, like, 1A, 1B now. Like, he, I just, everything he sings, I love it. I would agree. Like, Country Club, Love great it. song. First song I've learned to play on the guitar. Any any more? Oh, that trilogy he had with the... Uh, modern, uh, not modern. Modern uh, Day, Body, Body and Clive. He, he had a couple collaborations with Marty Stewart that were wonderful. He sings probably my favorite song of all time. Here's a quarter, call someone yeah. who you. I think it was you that told me about that song. When you told me about that song, I didn't stop listening to that song for it's so like... Good. 10 days straight. It's love it. So good. I'll tell kids that 
Like they'll be whining in class about something. I was like, here's a quarter. <laughs> Call someone who cares. Do you, do you sing it, Adam? Sometimes. Yes. yes. One, uh, another going, T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Yes. Dude, that one, like that's a fast, intense song. He nailed it playing that by himself. Is it, it, did he slow it down or did he? Oh, no. he rocked it. Now, you, he even said, he's like, this one's tough and it might mess it up. And you could tell there were a few little off pieces, but for the most part, he just drilled it. So that well, that's one, just hard to play and sing. Like, he did. And especially when you don't have any other instruments covering your sound up to where it's just you up on stage. That's how I gauge whether or not you're a great performer. Yeah. Like, I, I will go and I will find like studio for uh, if they're at radio stations. Going in there and doing a couple songs acoustically, yeah. that's how I judge. Are you using auto tune or are you talented with your voice? Yeah. And, you know, I know you're probably not the best guitarist in the world, mm. but if you're taking good enough care of your craft to go and have a good performance with any song possibly being thrown at you at that moment, going, oh, it's, mm-hmm. we've heard your hits, let's hear, play something that you made famous in 1985. Yeah. I think that's, you know, a great thing. Uh, who else would you guys like? Well, I'm just looking through here. I've got over 10 songs of his just on my phone right now yep. that are just like my favorite one. I didn't even mention. Uh, it's a great day to be alive. Classic. Like it's such a like a that's an uplifting song. Three day beard. I don't plan to shave, bro. Rice cooking in the microwave. <laughs> so good. Love it. Uh, I'll throw mine out there. I love Kip Moore. I will listen so to him play anything. So good. That's one, like, because he had the big hit, something about a truck, when he first came out. Mm-hmm. And so you were, I would, I was expecting, all right, we're going to hear this guy for a long time. Beer money. And then, like, he's still around. Don't get me wrong. I still listen to him. Yeah. But you just don't hear anybody else really talk he, about him. He's changed mm-hmm. a little bit um, from what he originally was. So, mm-hmm. um he started off with those two, and then he went to uh, – I can't remember what the album was. It was the second album. that I, The Wild Ones? Yes, and I listened to that on repeat. Uh, you got me hooked on that album, and I listened to it all the way to Destiny Back. And I will literally just listen to that on repeat, know every song, know every word. But even his new, his new stuff um, – what is it? His underground stuff was pretty good. Uh, the Wild World uh, album's pretty good. That one came out recently, I think. And there's I love Kip Moore. Yep. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was saying, if you haven't listened to Kip Moore, do yourself a favor and look him up. If you're and I, I've got a bad tendency of comparing things, and it would not be a good comparison. But neither one of you have laughed when I said this. He is the Springsteen of country music. He's got that just down home voice. There's nothing fancy about it. It's just music being made and him speaking to you through his craft, and he does a wonderful job. I think it's a combination of that and a little bit. Not it's not the soul of Chris Stapleton, but it's a it's like a little bit of that. Yeah, because he gets he goes faster than Chris Stapleton, and it's kind of that Springsteen. Stapleton's not a bad idea. Possible option there too. He's he's real popular. He's real popular. But But I think he also does. He embraces the history. Of country music more than a lot of people that are as popular today as he is. It, it took him a long time to get here because he's been writing songs for a long time. Yeah. No, but anyway, I don't think he's underrated. What about you? Another one. 
I got another one. John Michael Montgomery. Ooh, that's a good one. I like it. Life's a dance. Learn, Learn as you go. As you go. That's, a good one. That's, a, uh, that's a brings back memories right there. <laughs> <laughs> He's somewhere bringing some memories back. Ooh. The um, sold at the Grundy County auction. Oh, I love that one. The letters from home. Love me some letters from home. How about this? At what point in your music listening life did you get past listening to just the single and actually start listening to the full album? I think I was in college. I think I was like, because I heard, well, and I, I think this also kind of comes with the territory of when we were growing up we just listened to the radio yeah. yeah i mean you would buy a cd or an album but you would just listen to the radio yeah and so um or at least we did and now kids or people don't even listen to the radio like it's a dying media yeah. and so i think <clears throat> that's probably when i stopped was about college and i started appreciating the whole album because there are like some albums the best songs are the ones they don't release. And it's just, like, I think I was around. I remember one of them was Who to Stank. Yep. Like, their first album, I remember listening to it, and I was like, dang, there's really good ones on here. That was a good one. Their, their, their White album uh, yeah. that came out, like, when we were in high school was, was really good. Second one, yeah. Yeah, I think that like was the, the reason second one. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, Sorry, I digress. I'm just, it, it, it makes me think of these underrated artists that you don't really hear on the radio but have fantastic albums and stuff that you just you got to dive into it i would say it's been a lot more recently yeah like in my listening life other than garth brooks <clears throat> growing up i would listen just to the radio but like i was a huge garth brooks fan so i would listen yeah. i remember no fences was the first album i ever bought like by myself and i think it might have been on tape very nice. And like, so you, if you've ever listened to tape, kids, there is no skipping to the next song. You, you can, just listen until it comes back around. You can try, but you ain't always going to hit it. <laughs> so <clears throat> I, I'm going to go a little off shoot here, but you and I were running the other day and I said, I'm going to tell you this underrated rock slash alter, alternative group, Collective Soul. Yep. Yep, I love good. me some Collective Soul. But back to country. I've got two more ones that may or may not hit. I don't know. Chris I, Cagle to me is one. I like Chris Cagle. I know Brooks will be happy about that. <laughs> what a beautiful day. So. And we got to see him in the pouring rain at the TVA fair for like three bucks. Very nice. See, I think it was him. I, he came to Cotton Eye Joe. So I remember going up there. I'm sorry. I, just, <laughs> I, 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 I remember, almost called it what we. I remember going up there, and his tour bus was out there, and he had a like they had like a, a, a cutout of him, mm-hmm. and it was him, you know, good looking dude, and everything. And then he comes on stage, and he's about forty pounds heavier. And I was like, I, I, I pointed to him, and I pointed <laughs> outside, and I was like. 
that's not the same guy. Like, he's a lot bigger. I'm confused. Well, if you're going every night playing cotton eye jokes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm going to go back for just a minute. One of your favorite songs we didn't even talk about, Kip Moorwise. It ain't California. It ain't California. Just a big shout out to old Tom Petty, man. I love it. Love it. Love it. Sorry. <laughs> Anyone else we want to throw out there? I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna throw one out there. I like listening to Neil McCoy. Ooh. Uh, All she's got to do is just give me that wink. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Beer goggles. Or that's not that's, that's not beer goggles. No, that's, that's uh, uh, that's the, uh the yeah. shape. Yeah. But I love listening to some Neil McCoy. He's a good one. What about uh old Tracy Lawrence? Like I, I wanted to say him, but is he underrated? How about appropriately? See, I, th- I would say appropriately. Okay. okay. And you got to remember that era that he was up from. You were King George. That's true. You were Garth. You were Brooks and Dunn. You were Reba. Or, I mean, even throw the possum out there. Might as well. He's a good one. He is. But once again, like in his day, country music was his. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm throwing him out there. Let's see. What about Casey Musgrove? No, I, I'm a big fan. I like no. Casey Stone. Uh, I, I'm out. I don't think she's underrated. I, I will I, say, I, I think that she, it's not the voice. She's got a great voice. I just, I'm not. Her, her new album got me through COVID in the winter or in the summer. It was very calming and it's uplifting. Just so. kind of got a little depressive. I'm just saying, she's. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan, big fan. Uh, every uh, most times I make biscuits, I put her song on. That's a that's a good biscuit making. I you know when we get a YouTube channel. <laughs> we are so going to record him making biscuits, listening to Casey Musgrave. I know this is probably more of a pop country, uh, but I do listen enjoy listening to Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. I just it's an easy listen. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Like it's it's upbeat. Ooh. Sammy Kershaw. Ooh. Make her the queen of my double wide trading. He's the Charlie Daniel. <laughs> Maybe my favorite line from that. <laughs> because I have listened to a lot of Charlie Daniels music in my life, and I've built a lot of motors using a torque wrench. Well, there you go. And I'm not 100% sure how that exactly equates. You're also a Tennessee fan, so. And I'm a Tennessee fan. I've actually got to talk to the Mr. Daniels. Mr. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, sir. I've got to talk to him, and he has this, he had this calming demeanor to where, like, during that interview, I felt like I was sitting down at a campfire talking to him. He was just, like, very, very personable. I I just, I've talked to a lot of musicians before working in radio, and, you know, some of them are a little big for their own bridges. I'm like, chill out, dude. You had one hit in the 90s. Charlie Daniels has hit after hit after hit and is a legend in country music. And he was very personal and would sit down and talk and answer questions. I don't need your guff about, you know, having that one song to where you came and played Sundown in the City. Come on. Sundown in the City. <laughs> my, my, my favorite, I think it was a Geico commercial. And it was like, that's like Charlie Daniels playing at a 
fancy restaurant. <laughs> and it's, it's him right beside of this table, and he's just wailing. And as soon as he's done, he goes, that's how you do it, son. And walks off, and I love it. I just love everything. So I don't know if this is more country or uh, uh, rockabilly or rock a country. I don't know. But I love listening to the Brothers Osborne. It's good stuff. Very I, good stuff. I don't know if they're underrated or appropriately rated. Uh, I, th- I think they're getting they, – they've had a few hits on the radio. But I, I love listening to them. They're good. And it's just – it's it's very similar to the, the Kip Moore, like the fast Kip Moore, and I, and I like it. Yeah. I got one that oh, our, our buddy D. Scott always that told me about. Oh, Cody Jinx, if you've ever listened to him. Okay. He's got he's got that nice country sound coming back. I like it. Have we, have we hit them all? I've got one more in my mind that I didn't write down. Mark Chestnut in the 90s. He's going to mark your chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> and this conversation... <laughs> I had to. Sure is Monday after that comment. <laughs> well, is he roasting on an open fire as well? <laughs> sure. <laughs> he surely is. I bet he never signed up to sing that song for any Christmas compilation album ever. Mm. No. I, there, there's so nope. many jokes right now. <laughs> so many jokes that are just. Let's stop before they come out and get banned from iTunes. Mark's chestnuts. By the way, you can listen to us on iTunes now. You can find us in the podcast there. Oh, you could have before this episode. So, uh, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have our third and final segment for the day. Eli has an interesting story to tell us. As, uh, it's I'm not. sure it's not. Well, we'll determine whether or not we truly put it in there. It's a huge story. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> there we go. We're still laughing as we come back. I've had two pretty good ones today. I'm proud of myself. What the ball? I'll put a lasso around it. <laughs> okay, the floor is yours. All right, oh, so- Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> You're not even a lead-in. So what do we call this? Because I feel like with me, this segment could be – I've got many of segments that have to do with this topic. I mean, I think a lot of us do. We just – there's there's only certain things that we share. Like I've got quite a few that come at my expense. I would even say that you can spot your walk <laughs> – when when this is about to occur i have <laughs> noticed that um i'm starting to figure out what causes certain things to happen and Sorry, I hit the wrong button. i've been able to help eliminate some of the distractions and bad situations that i find myself in um but this was not a bad situation for me at the time, but it turned out to be hilarious. And so, this is a segment that has to do with... Eli, <laughs> Eli has a delicate stomach. I have a delicate stomach. 
And so um, this is a funny story uh, that involves the number two. So if you don't like number two, then probably turn it off, but you're going to miss out on a very funny story, at least for me. Now, when I went to the bathroom, this was at my house. Okay. So we have an upstairs bathroom. We have a downstairs bathroom. I was in the upstairs bathroom in the, uh, by the, by the, it's our master <laughs> bathroom. Okay. So I was like, Oh, got to use the bathroom. So I went, and I don't know if you all do this, but before I flush, I like to admire my work. <laughs> so yeah, I like to see. I'm like, oh, okay. JT, come here. You gotta see this. <laughs> yeah. All right. So are you ever? Because I am always surprised by sometimes how lengthy or large it is, and how quickly it comes out. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, that was quick and holy. Like, holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> and so. <laughs> So I, I turn around after this one time in particular, and I take a look, and it was very long. It it was a long one. It it even kind of curled around the toilet a little bit. Around. I was like, look at that. That's a big one. And so I closed the lid, flushed it, went on with my day. So I went, I walk around. Kate at the time is doing her own thing. And so I go downstairs and I can't remember what I was doing. I think I was like making breakfast or something or no, it would have been in the middle of the day. And so I go and I'm walking around, I'm cleaning up and everything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I hear, what the French toast? And I'm censoring myself for that. I just hear, what is this? What kind of joke did you do? I go, what happened? She said, you left something and you didn't flush. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, you went to the bathroom and it's still there. I go, what are you talking about? I flushed. So I go back up there to see that thing stayed in the same spot. It didn't go down. No, no, no. Not, <laughs> Not in my house. So Kate's yelling at me like, what is this? I just, just the fact that I'm downstairs and I just hear, what the? And she was so mad. And I just remember, that was impressive. It was so long that it wouldn't flush. I thought it went down no problem and just walked away. <laughs> That's. That's to be applauded. <laughs> well done, sir. That's that's my snake poo story. <laughs> you call it the snake poo. The snake poo. I like it. That's... <laughs> oh my! I don't think I, I don't think I can top that one. That was a good one. I think the the only thing that I have to say is is very nice. We have four bathrooms in our house, and I always go to the very bottom one, all the way downstairs. That is my throne down there. I'll predict it the first time I went in the house. Peed in the top, so when he flushed it, he came out. That's a joke. <laughs> what? Did that? It's kind of a jerk move. <laughs> what the heck? What the French toast? I'm just joking. I didn't know. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't know how to turn on the water 
in my house, like because the valves in a different place. So I wouldn't even known if you did. Water was shut off. It's like that scene from Dumb and Dumber. Oh no! Don't use that commode. It don't flush. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, I'm shaving. Shaving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever referenced Dumb and Dumber on the show. It's mm. a shame. <sighs> well, hopefully the next time we have one of these, we'll have J-Dubs back with us. We're hopefully getting to be a little bit more consistent with being able to sit down and do this. We took a long sabbatical for a while. And with our audio. Still in the process. Figuring it out. You're supposed to have a soundboard, but it was a piece of poo. It didn't go down even for flush. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll be back again hopefully next week. Yep. Keep tuning us in. Thank you for all you listeners out there. I think we even had some like in Belgium. Ooh, that's impressive. That is. Do you know anyone in Belgium? Uh, nope. You? I know somebody in Washington State that listens, but that's not. I, Belgium. Don't, I don't get and, a state breakdown. I just get countries. In Costa Rica. Leave some comments. We're actually very popular. In Costa Rica. Can you leave comments? On uh, iTunes or on Apple iPods, you can. Tell us something to talk about. <laughs> Suggestions, I think that's what this is called. No. no. <laughs> Talking that, points. That, that box would work a lot better if you got a hole in it for the put the suggestions in. <laughs> so it's an episode of King of the Hill. Yep. Hey, that box would work a lot better if you leave a hole for us to put suggestions in. On that note. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. Adios, weekend. muchachos. <laughs>